everyone. Welcome back to Today in Tech. I'm Julia Poship, and I'm joined, as always, by Macworld Executive Editor Michael Simon, as well as Computer World Executive Editor Ken Mingus. Topic of the day, Apple discontinuing the iMac Pro. And if you're watching us live on LinkedIn or on YouTube, please do leave a comment or a question if you have anything burning that you feel like needs to be added or asked, and we'll get to it during the live broadcast. If we don't, we'll try our best to get to it after fact after the fact. So iMac Pro being discontinued, and this is sort of as rumors are suggesting that an M1 iMac is possibly in the pipeline. So Ken, I'll throw it to you. What does this you know, mean for the iMac Pro? Who was the iMac Pro for? And is an M1 iMac going to completely eliminate the need for a Pro line completely? Sure. Sure, it seems that way. You know, I was thinking, uh, thank God I wasn't waiting for, you know, to buy an iMac Pro since it's now almost too late. Um, <laughs> it's interesting. The iMac Pro, I, over the last couple, two or three years, has really become sort of a tech cul-de-sac for Apple. It came out in 2017. It was supposed to be the ultimate iMac Pro. And I, I think, you know, I was looking at a, a piece that Jason Snell had on Macworld today, talking about the background. And, you know, I, I don't remember this at the time, but his theory is that uh, at that point, Apple was sort of thinking of the iMac Pro as like the new Mac Pro with a screen. And then, you know, a little bit later on, Apple decided to actually revamp the Mac Pro, bring it out. Right. And then the iMac Pro didn't really have a reason for living, uh, especially at the really high price that it, uh, so far, I think it was, was it $49.99, Mike? Is yep. that what it was? Five grand, yeah. yep. That's an awful lot for, for an iMac. I mean, I'm, I'm using one right now that we're, you know, this video it's a 2017 model and i mean again i'm not really you know doing a lot of video editing things like that on it so it, it you know it's not that i'm not taxing it that much but it also didn't go for 49.99 so uh you know yeah apple has you know discontinued it and uh, i suppose that if you really want a four-year-old imac that's really not been updated since 2017 and you want to spend 5,000 bucks for something with an Intel chip that's going to be discontinued or, or in, uh, you know, a line being discontinued, go for it. But that's my roundabout way of saying, don't do that. <laughs> Wait for what we assume uh, will be an updated iMac this, this year, Michael. What's, what's, what's the thinking around the, the new iMac and, and, and the M1 or M whatever chip that may be coming? Uh, yeah, I mean, I would bet any amount of money that I have that there's one coming this year because um, the iMac, first of all, the design hasn't changed in quite some time. Not right. that there's anything wrong with it. It's a, still the nicest all-in-one and it's it's a it's a fantastic machine, but uh, it's stale. It's, you know, that has a big giant chin. It has big bezels. It, you know, the, has a tapered design with, a, with uh, you can't adjust the height, which is the most annoying thing. You can only go back and forth with it. Everyone that I know who has a my iMac has it on a riser because it's too it's too low on a desk. It needs to be higher. And if there is a way to adjust the screen, my high watermark for the iMac always is the iMac G4. I loved that machine. Is that, is that the, the little is that dome the one, with the arm? Yeah. Yes, I love that design. The greatest Absolutely. design, My favorite too. the greatest yes. iMac, one of the greatest designs ever uh, uh, Apple ever came out with. It's that's it's, a piece of art. You could put it, it on the shelf. It was mind blowing. Yeah, yes, mind blowing when it came out. And even when, even still today, if they came out with the retro one, I'd buy one. It's gorgeous. It's functional. It's it's the perfect everything you want in an iMac. So, uh, the, so the iMac G5, I think it was at the time that replaced that model 
then it was the Intel Max, and now it's this. Was one. It the big square white one? Yeah. So it was yeah. it was this type of design. It was it yeah. was plastic. It was white. Um, it kind of resembled an iPod with that glossy veneer. Um, then it went to metal, and now it has this. But that that design, that square, non-movable screen, we've had that now for like fifteen years or something where we can't, you know, it's, it's frustrating because the iMac went from like the pinnacle of functionality, the, the perfect marriage of form and function, just absolutely perfect. And, and now we have, you know, it's great. It's just not what it could be. So there are things that need to fix, be fixed. And also, you know, it's just old. It's, it's, it's been, it's been this, this particular model. Apple has had for I don't know six or seven years at least. I was gonna say seven maybe, or eight, maybe, maybe longer. Yeah, it's it's yeah. it's been a while. Now, as far as the iMac Pro being discontinued, not a surprise in the slightest. And you only need to realize that Apple didn't announce it and pushed a while supplies last uh, uh, like little subhead on its <laughs> website on a Saturday morning. That's how much this the iMac Pro matters to the tech world. It's not it's not an important machine. At the time, the reason why the iMac Pro existed was because Apple was absolutely bamboozled and flummoxed with its Pro machine, its Pro desktop machine. That was the and, one that was a trash can, right? At the yeah, time. So that one that was the one that was out. And almost immediately when that released, people said, What is this? Like it's cool. It's just not it, it was it was completely not uh what pros needed it was a new version mm-hmm. of the cube it was just right, as far. Right. so it was it was crippled in a lot of ways it was hard to manage in a lot of ways and you know it looked cool but professionals who want that level of computing power they don't give a crap if it's cool looking or not they just want a box that works well and mm-hmm. doesn't give them any trouble or any fuss or any issues and that one was filled full of that stuff not to mention Apple ignored it for several years. So the, the, the processor that was in it, while extraordinarily fast, wasn't as fast as the Windows uh, uh, workstations that were launching at the, you know, two years later. Wasn't so the iMac one, Pro, was that? Well, I was just going to, well, I was, let me, I was just going to say, wasn't the, uh, the debate and the complaints about the, the Mac Pro, the, the trash can Mac Pro, wasn't that the reason that Schiller at one of the uh, WWDCs or whatever said, oh, you know, the, the rumors that we can't innovate my ass or something well, like that. that. Yeah, that, well, was that was sort of bragging. <laughs> yeah, when they when they came out with that machine, that yeah. was the announcement of, of the, yeah, with it had this next level thermal cooling and all this other stuff. And it was cool. And it, it was, to look at it on the website, it's gorgeous. Yeah. But the people who needed it, what what they wanted and needed it to do, it didn't quite, you know, as far as the the, the, the PCI slots and the ports, you know, it was hard to get to the uh, the repairability. And then, of course, how Apple neglected the, the upgrades going forward. So the iMac Pro was basically, okay, listen, we're, so they, they acknowledged that they were years away at that point from releasing what we now know as the Mac Pro, that the, the, you know, now it's the new again, cheese grater. Yeah. And it's once again, functional. It's a, it's a, it's a rectangular box. Listen, I know Apple wants to make these different shaped computers and they're great for an all-in-one a pro. I mean, everything that you buy for a PC is modular and rectangular. Like you, like it needs to be that mm-hmm. I, Apple realized that once again, okay, so we tried cylinder and it ain't working. So we're going to go back to a, uh, and you, you can make a, a, a rectangular, t- a PC rectangle tower that looks awesome. 
and they did. I think, I think the current Mac, Mac Pro, Pro is, is, awesome. is, 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 it's great. It's fantastic. Mm -hmm. And, but so when the iMac Pro launched, they were still about a year and a half to two years away from this. And they said, you know, this is the greatest Mac ever made. It's, it had, it had a, 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 a Xeon processor is up to 18 cores and, and Radeon graphics the first time in a Mac. Uh, the 5k screen which we already had but it was you know and the the big thing was that oh now it's in space gray so it even had some of that cool cachet factor that uh you couldn't get in the in the lesser imax and yeah it was five grand that's not it wasn't overpriced by any stretch what it was was it was appealing to somebody who wanted a pro machine but didn't want to upgrade it so you're getting so for the, for the price the of screen. a yeah right so for, for basically the price of, of a mac pro which was just the tower you got everything and you could, you could work. So I think anyone who bought an iMac pro or will buy one today, it, it's a fantastic machine. If you are the target audience. Mm -hmm. What would the target audience be now though? I mean, uh, again, you know, the usual rule in technology is, you know, buy it now, if you need it now, hold off if you can. Yep. I mean, unless you really need something extremely specific for an Intel based iMac pro, I don't know. Uh, I can't think of any reason to recommend buying one of these. Now, uh, certain, certainly not. At, yeah, certainly not at full price. If you can get one for like thirty five hundred bucks, maybe. Yeah. You know, if you can get like a B and H photo or Amazon has a blowout, or so I, I don't think Amazon sells them. Whoever, whoever sells them, if if you can get one for a discount, and you know, it's still going to be a very capable machine for years and years and years to come. If you you know a a, a, a heavy podcast editor or, or or a video editor that doesn't need a, a uh, an, 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 an array of, of, of Macs or that type of rendering power, something like that. So, or someone like that, because I don't think we're going to see a, an iMac pro M one per se. No, no, the iMac, the or new M2 iMac, or whatever, it is, whatever it is, will effectively right. be a pro model because the processor, the, the whole SOC in it, M one, M two, M one X, whatever it's called mm -hmm. will be more powerful than what's in the iMac pro now, I assume. Right. The, uh, I was just going to say that kind of leads me to the next point and Mike, feel free to go back to your point, but um, it, what does this kind of mean for the future of the pro line? If like, where, where do they go from here? If an M1 Mac is going to be at least in this case, as useful, as powerful as the iMac pro, but Mike, sorry to cut you off. No, no, that's fine. Um, I mean, that, that speaks to my point anyway. What I was going to say is that um, the iMac pro was mainly about computing performance it had it had extra uh, thunderbolt ports that you couldn't get on the lower imac and it had a, a higher storage configurations higher memory configurations but that's not that's less a lot less important uh, certainly the storage and the memory now with online storage and also with the, with the way the m1 handles ram so i don't think that i don't think it needs to exist and i also think sales dictate this stuff i'm sure the sales of the imac pro were you know abysmal because if you're going to spend five grand, certainly now you're going to buy, you're going to spend six grand and get an, and get and get a Mac Pro. Mm -hmm. That's 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 my um, that's that's that that would be my recommendation. If you're going to spend that much money, just get the Mac Pro because you probably have a great display hanging around anyway. Well, I mean, <laughs> other than a couple of minor upgrades, I think maybe in 2019, it's essentially the same iMac mm -hmm. Pro that arrived four years ago. Yeah, all so they did was basically move the. The, uh, the, the added some processor. RAM capacity, right? Yeah, and, yeah, yeah. It, it, and, and, it hasn't changed much, but but those chips are are you know stupendously fast. Yeah, I mean oh, yeah. you know they're I mean, they're not slow by any stretch. 
Is there has there been any speculation or talk about whether there will be a redesign? I mean, I'm I'm not expecting anything. Uh, just to date myself here, but you know, the first iMacs were very important to bringing Apple back in the nineteen late nineteen yeah. nineties. The gumdrop iMacs, remember those in the colors yeah. and all that. And I I I mean, I certainly don't expect Apple to go back to something like that. It wouldn't make sense, but. Do we assume that maybe we'll be looking at some rounded corners, maybe a, a hinge or a, a leveling, you know, um, way of, the, of lifting the, it? The only rumors we've heard so far is that they're going to get rid of the bezels and the chin, and and it's going to be closer to the that Pro XDR display, the way that looks with the, just a, a uniform slim bezel all around. Uh, John Prosser uh, said that he heard that there's going to be colors that match the iPad Air. So uh, it was that blue, green, uh, like a like a reddish pink. I like that. I, I like yeah. the blue in the iPad Air. That's my fave. Yeah. The 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 what's interesting and my question is, who wants one? Like even if let's like 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 right. let's say it's twelve hundred bucks and it's it's gorgeous. Like back in nineteen ninety eight, when the iMac launched, not only was it you know like a a, a revolution in the sense that computers weren't they didn't look like this at all, but. It brought the the home the, the PC to like a like a like a like a a, a, a very cool consumer level. To your living room, you could put yeah. it on the, in the living room. Exactly, would not stand and, out. You know, kids scary kids and kids wanted them, and, and and teenagers thought they were cool. Nobody wants a a desktop right now. Like uh, not nobody, but not certainly not as many people. They want a, they want a laptop. I think I think and maybe Apple. A monitor. Yeah. Okay. To to right when you when you're at a desk, right? But something they can pick up and go. I think Apple would be better served. All right, better served is a wrong word, but I think uh, they should look at like maybe something like the iBook. Like that was the iBook was the iMac, but in a portable factor. If they came out with a, a, a MacBook that you know had those slim bezels, was in colors, I think that would sell way better than than, than an iMac. But you know, I mean, somebody's buying them. Some people people are buying them, and they're and they're they're great machines. It just you know. When when you put something in into colors like the iPad Air, you're you're appealing to a certain demographic of of people, and the iMac from the the the, the, the late '90s iMac, it was appealing to you know, like you say uh, kids families with uh, 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 families with 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 kids. That one for my mom, she yeah, loved it. it of was course, in purple. It was of course, first, it was, like big it, computer. It was it was based, taking taking the computer and saying, hey, this doesn't have to be this this dull box that you use at work. We want, you know, this is this is for your house. It's a, it's a, it's a, it's a, it's an art piece for your house. I don't know if people are buying iMacs anymore or desktops at all, unless you know the Mac Pro probably sells because it's super high end stuff. But mm-hmm. I, I mean, I don't know. I mean, you know, I would want, I would want one. I don't know if I'd buy one. Something to think about too. I mean, and this just speaks to where we are, you know, in terms of desktops. Uh, you know, if companies had been buying an iMac in the past, like, you know, we did, IDG did. Yeah, I've got an iMac. Exactly. But, you know, going forward, you have to wonder how many people are going to be sitting at desks in offices, you know, we're we're, we're doing a lot of talk. We've done a lot of reporting at, at Computer World about, you know, the hybrid workforce and how remote work is here to stay. Companies will have some people come in, some people work from home, you know, flexible. And I just wonder if, if, you know, a company is looking to buy, you know, is into the Mac OS ecosystem and is looking for a computer, then it make more sense to get somebody a laptop than a, yeah. an iMac that's going to sit on a desk somewhere, either at home or in, you know, and, and Mike, you make the point, you can't take it anywhere. It sits there. Yeah. And, you know, you're spending, so you're looking at 1500 bucks 
say, I, if someone came to me and said, Hey, I have $1,500 to spend and I want to get a Mac. I'd say, get the, get the MacBook pro or, or, or wait for the 14 inch that's, that's rumored or the, or if you want something bigger, wait for the 16 inch that's rumored. But, uh, you know, the iMac, it's, it's, it's a, I'm sure it'll be fantastic. There's no doubt about that, but you have to realize you're, you know, you're, you're going to need a laptop with it. It's not good. It, you know, even if you use it for your whole workday and, and you're happy with sitting at an office or a desk, I think you're going to need, you're going to need something else, whether it's an iPad or, or, or a MacBook, because, you know, nobody, there's no one who uses an iMac or, or any kind of a computer that doesn't need it to travel something in some right. form. There's, there's no likelihood that Apple would be releasing an iMac in March. Isn't, isn't there an event expected like March yeah. 23rd? Yeah. Would, uh, it wouldn't come this soon, would it? I, I mean, I don't know. We, we have gotten spring update uh, iMacs before. It's, it's, it's possible. iMac, it's, it's tough to, to track Mac um, supply chain stuff because they're always making stuff. And it's also they don't have to ramp up in the numbers that the iPhone does. Or, or even the iPad for that matter. So it's it's trickier to track these rumors. So it is possible that the um, iMac lands in, in I mean, I guess it could arrive in March or April, but I'm thinking most likely June uh, WWDC-ish. There was a report the other day that the laptops were now, the production had shifted a little bit. So what was supposed to be summer might now be fall. But again, it's it's tricky to track this stuff because the the it's just it's it's it, there's not as many um, numbers that you need. So the, the the reason why we get so many leaks of the iPhone is because they have to make fifty million of them. You know, they don't have to do that for the for the new Mac. So um, it's, it's tricky, impossible to hide the production on those. Exactly right. Yeah, yeah. someone's going to say something. Someone's going to know. Yeah, someone's yeah, going right. to leak that picture of the like the prototype or whatever, right. and then it's off to the races. Probably not so much for the iMac. Right. So um, that could land it at a moment's notice. And they can also, uh, you know, they don't have to have a stash of them ready to go when they when they announce them. They could I don't say, think it'll know, be by press release either. Uh, <laughs> I doubt it. I doubt it. You know, now that uh, if it's such a big redesign, they would probably make an event out of and, it. But, and they want to talk about the chip, assuming yeah. it's either the M1 or something, some permutation that's a little more advanced. I, I'm sure they're going to want to talk about that yeah. every time they roll something out now. Yeah, I mean, Apple's in a it's in an interesting position where we're probably looking at another twelve months of of no um, in person events at mm-hmm. Apple campus, so they can really do whatever they want to do. It's all, I mean, it's all online. Yeah. So if they want to have a, a a quick little event for the iMac that's thirty minutes, they can do that. They don't have to get everyone to go to their campus and have them do it hands on. Like that's a that that's a that's a whole hassle. They can just put together a, a keynote and say. Um, April 16th, we're going to, you know, come and come and watch this with us for a half hour. Yeah. So coming soon, a new iMac rest in peace, iMac pro. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I was, it, it was surprising when it, when I saw it on a Saturday morning, it wasn't surprising that, <laughs> that, that it's gone because right. I don't know how many people were buying it in the first place. Well, then I'm curious who's, who's buying the M1 iMac. If it's coming, I mean, that's the M what I'm saying. I, I mean, yeah, I, right. You know, there was a time when you could bank on businesses upgrading or totally. schools upgrading, but I don't know. I don't know if that's yeah. The case I guess anymore. I could. I guess I could see it maybe more in schools, but I 
because you you're right. Like like Ken but was even mentioning hybrid have, work. Yeah, the schools are using Chromebooks, using right? Using Chromebooks, yeah. And, and, yeah, and iPads. Would, like my my son would never. I don't care how cool it is. He's he's uh, he's in third <laughs> grade. He would never want a computer that doesn't leave his desk ever. That's a good point. So that whole generation, forget it. Like they don't want desktops of any sort. He doesn't even like sitting for for a forty minute Zoom call, let alone for for three hours to do his work. Julia, right. let me turn it back on you. I mean, are, you're using an iMac. I was going to say, I, I would think that maybe one use case would be video editing where you need the larger screen. You need yeah. some, some sort of punch in terms of, of processing power. And, you know, the editing you're doing, you're not likely to be doing that in the backyard on a laptop. You could, but I mean, in terms of, you know, big screen and needing that. So maybe, maybe for some subset of video editors. Yeah. I mean, to be honest with you, I've got an iMac here at work, but I haven't used it since September. It's been sitting here in the office. I haven't brought it home. Um, and even when I did have it at home, I wasn't using it that often. I've got a pretty powerful um, Windows laptop to use for video editing purposes. And um, I frankly am not using it that much. I mean, even when I had the iMac and I also had a laptop, I would use the iMac more just because it was desktop, bigger screen. But I can see a situation in which a lot of people are just going to say, hey, I've already got my laptop. I want an external monitor, but I don't know if I necessarily need a whole standalone desktop computer. Yeah. Okay. That makes sense. So I don't know. I guess where maybe this is an interesting question. Where does, you know, desktop computers for Apple go from here? I mean, it makes sense that the first, the first devices to get the M1 chips or the Apple Silicon chips, because, you know, future ones maybe aren't going to be called M1, M1X, whatever, what have you. It makes sense now that the first devices to get them were laptops because they're portable and everyone's using them now yep. and they're also much more inexpensive. And they're also and the biggest sellers that Apple sells. Uh, totally. Products. So I'm kind of curious where desktop, where, where does desktop devices, where do they go from here? Do either I mean, of you have any thoughts on that? Way, way back when the iPhone was just launching and the iPad was just launching, Steve Jobs said PCs were trucks. Mm -hmm. People took that to mean that they were, you know, obsolete mm -hmm. and nobody wanted them anymore. I don't think that's necessarily true. I think what that means is that they're, they have a, a, a function they're workhorses. Yeah. And they, you need them. Like we need trucks. We need to deliver stuff from place to place. They're just not, um, they're not uh, everywhere and they're not the, the thing that people want. I don't even know how many people are buying Macs. I mean, they're, 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 they're selling more, but if you look at the trend of PC sales, they're, they're, it's going down every year a little bit. And I think next last year it ticked up a bit because of, you know, the unique situation, but for the most part, they, they decline every year. And as each generation arrives, something something new comes along, and they, mm -hmm. um, you know you you work on that an iPad, an iPhone, whatever it is. Um, I think as if if PCs are trucks, then you know desktops are like are like eighteen wheelers because right. they're you know they're even more specific. Totally, and they they do serve a purpose. But no one's buying no like like I'm not gonna like they, you know they like a, a business has to buy them. Yeah, buy them. no, I don't want to see that on the. I mean, I, I I don't know anyone in my life that has asked me for advice on a desktop computer in <laughs> so many years. 
you know, sure. they, some people have them. If they do, they're old. Like I have an iMac, you can't see it, but there's one behind me that's, I don't know, 20 from 2013. I never use it, but it's there. I don't think, I, listen, Apple's making it because they looked at the numbers and, and, and they must be selling them to somebody. But um, the, the numbers compared to the MacBook has got to be uh, extremely weighted to the, to the MacBook, 80, 20, maybe something like that. I would think future in the future you'd look. It would make more sense to have some combo of a laptop, and you've just got a dummy screen. If you need a big yeah. screen, you just mm-hmm. plug in your laptop, and you know over the years you I mean, might. Upgrade you know we the can we can kind of do that if you know what you're doing, but it would be. I mean, can you imagine that? Let's let like let, let, let's let's think about that for a moment. So it's a it's an iMac body, and you pop you can just reach in and pop out the screen and take it with you as an iPad. That would be freaking amazing. That'd be cool. Yeah. So like something like that, like a, like a fancy Microsoft, Apple, if you're listening. <laughs> does Microsoft have something similar to that? You can't pop out of the screen, but it's touch screen. They have the surface. Something yeah. Like they have yeah, that yeah. table thing. Yeah. Does yeah. 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 Microsoft yeah. So, makes a bunch of things like that. Uh, I forget what it's called. The surface studio or something that. Um, yeah. Yeah. Like yeah. It, yeah. It, yeah it, that it, sounds it can, right. It can, lay, it can lay flat, but it's, it's, it's big. Right. We've actually got, um, got a question from LinkedIn, and this is just a reminder to everyone watching on LinkedIn or YouTube, if you've got any questions, comments, as we're wrapping up here, do throw them in the chat so we can answer them before we wrap up. This seems like it might be a kind of specific question, but I think it can kind of speak to like a larger question. Um, this viewer is asking, is TensorFlow, which is, it seems like a software um supported on M1 MacBooks. So I don't know if you guys know the specifics around that, but I think there's a larger question of, is is anything not supported right now on M1 MacBooks? Uh, no, because they you can run it under Apple's uh, emulation environment, which is called right. Rosetta. Rosetta yep. too, uh, yeah. I don't know if Tensor, I'm, I'm Googling it as we speak. I don't know it if works. TensorFlow has a- um, has It's an a, open source platform for machine learning. thing. Totally. Okay, okay. If it so, runs on Intel, it should run on an M1. It may yeah. not be native yet, but it, it should run and will probably run just fine. Every Everything I've seen in terms of uh, apps that have not yet been updated for M1, they run as fast or faster than they did on in, Intel using the emulation. So it, it should be okay. There you go. Hope that answered yeah, your question. I'm, I'm looking at their blog and they say, it says users do not need to make any changes to their existing TensorFlow scripts to use ML compute as a backend for TensorFlow and TensorFlow add-on. So it, it, it absolutely works um, under the M1 um, architecture. So. Got it. Well, then maybe I'm just going to anticipate this viewer's next question. And then I think we can pretty much wrap up. I don't know if you guys have any other thoughts about this, but anticipating this year's next question is, the million dollar question, should I upgrade now to an M1 MacBook Pro or should I wait until the 14 or the 16 or whatever comes out? Uh, the March event? Sure. Oh, 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 you mean the uh, the 14 or 16 inch? Um, inch laptop. I mean, again, it's always yeah. that same question. If you need it, get it. Right, right, right. If you can, if you can now, hold on for, for, for possibly six months because we don't know. Right. Uh, it it might not be till till so the 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 M1 MacBooks launched in October of last or November I think it was November. last year. Yeah, I mean it is possible they don't launch till November of this year. I don't know what production issues they're going to have. I don't know what their schedule is. I don't know how well the uh, the current Intel 16 inch like all that's all those factor into Apple's decision. I originally thought we were going to see it in June. Um, recent rumors suggest that that might be, it might be later than that. 
So if you can hold off, go ahead. But if you're okay with a 13 inch computer screen and mm. um, you don't need four USB-C ports, the, the 13 inch MacBook Pro is fantastic. Yeah, Perfect. what Michael said, yep. All right. Well, hopefully that answered your question. And if not, you know, feel free, feel free to qualify it um, and drill it down a bit more. Maybe we can get back to you after the fact. But I think that's pretty much it. If anyone was uh, watching on LinkedIn, on Computer World's LinkedIn, do know that we've also got a YouTube channel, IGG Tech Talk, where we're also streaming this live. You can head over there, like this video, subscribe to our channel, and hit the bell icon so you're notified every single time we post a new video, which is just about every weekday, and we're live just about every Thursday. So Ken, Mike, thank you so much for calling in and joining me. Really appreciate it. Thanks. See you soon. And thank you all so much for watching this episode of Today in Tech. If you liked this video, like I mentioned, thumbs up, subscribe to the channel, hit the bell icon. And if you've got any questions or comments, if you're watching this after the fact, after we've gone live, do leave them in the comments below. Love to hear your thoughts. And if you've got a specific question, I'll get back to you or I'll get back to you on Mike or Ken's behalf. Thanks again for watching and we'll see you next time. This podcast is produced by IDG Communications Incorporated.